0: uh what does your all's cap say hmm, I, I got room on i don't know oh uh i think my son looks short stand tall i don't know when course banquet decided to become snapple but i oh, yeah. own
1: star mine yeah.
0: says get your hands dirty all right <laughs> yeah, all right all
1: right <laughs> damn
0: jumping right in there <laughs> this is a working man's beer so you gotta get your hands dirty
1: this is like uh, fortune cookies, but for beer.
0: Well, the last mm-hmm. time I got a fortune cookie, it was a Bitcoin ad. It's
1: bought by FTX. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're clearly what? spending their investor money very well. Yeah, yeah, they bought a bunch of fortune cookies. They bought like a million fortune. cookies. You know, FTX the whole thing. Yeah, 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 and he like sent them to every Chinese like uh, every uh, like food supply company. That supplies Chinese restaurants. He like sent them free fortune cookies. It's like, hey, give these to your accounts so people will invest in my Ponzi scheme. <laughs> Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought you meant they he bought a fortune cookie company. I wouldn't be and, surprised. And I would invest that in that. Maybe. 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 Can we do that?
1: There's, There's something here, there, yeah, yeah. Fortune cookies are going nowhere fast. I a in my old
0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Techie Commons Radio Hour. Uh, we are joined live in Louisville, Kentucky at Progress Homebrew Supply. Uh, I am Michael Moeller. I've got David Satterley with me. Hey, yo. John Ronane. What up? And uh, Nick Felton from Gravely uh, here in Louisville, Kentucky. Nick, Hello. thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. We'll uh, get to you and your background and what Gravely is in a second. Uh, But uh, I know that David's got a beer that he wants to bring on. And so if you wanna see what beer that is, uh, you can on our Patreon account via live feed. And by live, I mean recorded and consumed later. In front of a live studio audience, Mm -hmm. which is Frankie.
1: David, what is this beer that you're pouring for us? Well, I haven't got it open yet. Uh, it's a nice corking cage. Um, this comes from Barique out of Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Located right on the uh, Cumberland River. Uh, this is a blendery um, that's been specializing in pretty much uh, local local blends, uh, local fruit, and a lot of times local hops when available. Um, it's a pretty small operation, um, but they've grown over the last couple of years, Um gravely does great neutral oak sours. I thought this would be a good little Yikes. nod. Uh, <laughs> Is this bottle conditioned? Uh, I would assume so.
2: I would love the I love the amount of uh, shaking of the bottom <laughs> of the bottle that's going on while you're We're simply we're simply rousing Get it, it chewy. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: we're rousing it. Um, it. The cork hasn't popped off yet, so it's not Ooh, gonna audio. Oh, 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 oh! Hey, that was good. Hey, that's, that's, healthy. that's healthy. That's healthy. Healthier. Anyways, uh, this is a wet hop strata in peach. So it's a sour blonde ale uh, with fresh picked strata wet hops and Tennessee grown peaches. Um, Somehow Atrium somehow ends up sponsoring this. So thanks, Spencer, for (laughs) bringing me this bottle.
2: (laughs) I will say that last week uh, on our uh, Andy Cobb versus AI, AC versus AI, one of the predictions for like you know, beer trends yet to come is focusing more on hyper local and like wild sour stuff. So maybe uh, there, maybe one of the resources that they have uh, mined to generate that information comes from Barrique. Uh, Nick, have you had this before or this brew? Uh, I have had Barrique. I have not had this
3: particular brew. Me neither. Me neither. I've, I've I it. have thoroughly enjoyed what I have had from them.
2: I can already smell it. It smells big funk, which is my kind of funk coming right off the nose there. There you are, sir. Yeah, get those oh, thank get you. those drags. So <laughs> yeah, Mueller might need some more drags. Uh, Muller oh, is the uh, <laughs> the clean lower intestines uh, <laughs> pour.
1: So so this has been bottle aged. Uh, this was oh, you know, bottled sorry. back in uh, May of last year. Hell oh, yeah! So, but it's only batch number one hundred and thirty seven. So like I said, small operation. They've been growing in size. Um, but cheers. Well, I think this che- one
2: does deserve some tasting notes. This is yeah. smells crazy. Big funky like uh, it's like the. It smells like a pellicle <laughs> with like Pez poured on it. Yeah, that's the right, right up the yeah. nose. <laughs> there you go. Oh, uh yeah, very, very tart, very astringent, very powdery lacto pdo funk on there.
1: Yeah, they're they're next to a winery, so some of those barrels come out that way. I've got a nice little protein chunks in the bottom <laughs> <of my laughs> nice, one, So yeah. nice flavor. I mean, Christmas.
2: honestly, that's about as good of a sour beer as you can. Yeah, that's pretty damn good. It's not quite as astringent and tart and balsamic as some of them tend to be, um, but that actually makes me like it a little more. Honestly, yeah, and, I think uh, that's a good
3: level. It's not, it's not taking the enamel off your teeth. Yeah, exactly,
2: mm-hmm. exactly. You did get some chunks. Uh, for <laughs> those of you who want to see some chunks, uh, check out our Patreon for the video feed of those chunks. Am I the chunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, big chunkus. Well, as
0: we're as we're sipping this for a minute, uh, Nick, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Gravely is, and then we'll get into you. Uh, we're a brewery. Did you not <laughs> know
3: that? Did you, you just invited me on without being aware. Oh, I, yeah, these, I don't really, I go and put these things blind.
1: Today I learned.
3: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we are uh, we are 15-barrel brew house. Uh, and we, we kind of pride ourselves on focusing primarily on a lot of more traditional German-style um, beer. So, we do, we pride ourselves on our, our Hefeweizen, our German Pilsner, um, our Helles, um, my my love rauch beer um anything smoked i'm preaching the fan choir of. you're in good company here. i had a feeling i had yeah. a feeling um but we um we are just in coming into our sixth year this summer um and so we are we're kind of trying to trying to expand at a at a steady controllable rate um i've seen too many people there are too many places and too many people try to grow too fast um and so we, we just this past fall, uh, invested in our own canning line. I thought you were um, going to say bought a hotel and an airline, oh, uh, sorry. That's oh,
2: not too fast.
3: Way to ruin the next okay. stage. That's, that's our next step. Well, I guess everyone knows it now. Um, but no, we are, we're just sticking with a canning line for now. Um, but it's, we're, we previously were doing, um, some contract brewing, um, now trying to bring everything back in house, um. And just have a little bit have a little bit more control and be able to do some some fun stuff out there get some fresh drops um and just have have our uh our fingerprints on everything we put out hell yeah yeah
1: and gravely's not just known for their beer there's there's additional theming behind it mm. right yep
3: yes yes indeed thanks uh so we are a music themed brewery um so Everything we do is tied to music, whether it's our, our core beers, um, our West Coast IPA is Power Chord, um, our Hazy IPA is DeBaser, named after the Pixies. Um, we've got our Mexican lager, La Bomba. Um, everything we do, um, whether sprockets. it's a sprockets uh, nationally,
2: yes. uh, recognized
3: freaking awesome lager. It is, it is. It's, uh, that one's a little bit of a, a more of a stretch as far as the the music connection, but oh, yeah, that's yeah, our well, baby. I, we that's our pride I just and joy. wanted to yeah. shout it out. Cause oh, that's yeah, one yeah. of my
2: favorite beers made in Louisville. It's great. Well, thank yeah, you. Thank you. Great. Yeah. That's,
3: that's our, that's our pride and joy. Our baby it's a uh, gold medal GABF 2020 Uh, silver medal in the World Beer Cup uh, 2018, um, and a a handful of other small ones sprinkled throughout there. Um, But uh, we actually just released, in fact, I brought someone with me, uh, our cans of our cold IPA, which was a collab we did with Real Ale in Blanco, Texas. Um, And that was fun because we kind of blended our german pills with their hazy ipa uh so using our uh our pilsner malt that we always use uh for sprockets our lager yeast strain um and fermenting it down at that colder lager temp um, but using their fruit forward hops in that um very fruit forward i tried that the other day and it was incredibly like so many
0: different things going on strawberry raspberry all, yeah. the, all the fun stuff. I'm just going to open it now. Hey, I was going to say, I mean, there's four beers yeah. and four guys. You guys want to, might as well uh, just, because I don't want
2: to pound the sour necessarily, but yeah. like,
0: let's, uh, let's try this shit. And right. what, and are you allowed to kind of talk about how the beer came to be? Uh, yeah. So the... <laughs> that's a
1: strange <laughs>
0: question. <laughs> well, it's like Willy
1: no, Wonka or something. It, it's because literally... there's, yeah, yeah, there's, there's a story.
2: There's, there's a story. There's a reason behind the question.
3: Yeah. Uh, so we <laughs> <You> got options <laughs> yeah just just do a suicide mix them all together go to town uh, hell yeah
2: uh, you have seen the show before
3: <laughs> that usually ends up happening it's yeah over. you gotta have a good time <laughs> uh no so we uh w- our one of our owners had the forethought to whenever we did kind of set some of our core beers down um go ahead and do the paperwork to copyright a lot of the names for those and we got yeah. a, an alert popping up that uh, Real Ale had a a new, excuse me, uh, new IPA out on the market called Hop Sprocket, mm. um, and so our lawyer said, "Hey, what do you guys want to do? Uh, you've got the copyright on this. You want to send them a cease and desist? You want to start a lawsuit?" And we said, "No, let's just brew a beer together instead." Yeah. So we reached out to them, said, "Let's uh, let's let's just kind of do a." We didn't fly down there they didn't fly up here but let's let's collab on a recipe let's uh kind of unite our 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 strengths um and kind of pull from each of our inventories um and kind of make the best beer we can using both of these two styles um and see what happens um so that well, way we, a
2: note on that like uh, we we talked a bit you know we we've this podcast has covered the like Stone, Keystone controversy. We've talked about our fair share of like copyright infringement. Um, And the thing that's like funny about how our entire system works is that if you're not proactively litigious, it works against you. So if you're just like, eh, like let bygones be bygones. This is all craft beer. Then you kind of just are opening yourself up to people coming at you in the future. It's like, well, why didn't you enforce this then? That's a great way to kind of put your pen on paper and be like, hey, this is our thing. Not our thing, but you're basically just saying, "Hey, we had this brand first, but instead of sending a C and D, you can establish that by being friendly with like other craft breweries. You still set the precedent. You still establish that Sprockets predated their stuff, but it's all friendly and it actually helps promote everybody's brand. So good on you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I mean
3: that's that's the goal. Is we we're very lucky to be in an industry and in a city and um, a state even that is. That's not cutthroat. That's not bloodthirsty. Um, we are part of a community. That's something I've always been really passionate about: is being part of the community. Um, my goal with a collab or a festival or anything like that is to is to build community, build relationships, build friendships with each other, um, because everyone's got more more knowledge in some area that I don't have, mm-hmm. um, and that go and that that I think that's universal. Um, everybody can learn something from everybody else, so why not work together
1: yeah i totally agree yeah sometimes when i can barely read i have john speak the words out loud to me so
3: yes yeah night. that's i mean and it's a great way to fall asleep <laughs> at night just to his soothing voice
1: and then we, we haven't it's made the, IPA. the joke in a long time but we we're still paying for john's therapy oh, so oh, yeah, yeah. Is,
2: it's, it's, an, it's an exorbitant <laughs> expense but uh yeah a, a reading does help a fateful collab with our texan pals
1: at real ale brewing anyway trying to go for some asmr <laughs> thank you <laughs> sloganeering as we would call it um speaking of friends we saw you all out at great american beer festival this past past summer or past fall winter and end of summer, summer beginning of, summer. of fall it was it's october yeah. first first week of october, first week of october yeah and you guys you guys typically attend that one it's it's a big deal yes we
3: try to um It's, I mean, one, it's always, it's always nice to, like I said, kind of foster that community, um, get to know people, kind of build relationships, um, try other kick-ass beer that's out there that we can't get here. Um, And it's always fun if you win a medal or two as well. (laughs) Uh, But it's. uh, You got shafted this year. The whole state of Kentucky did. It was. uh, Did anything come home?
2: I don't think anything came home that I can recall. No, no,
3: nothing from the state. No. Um, which is, is, is sad. Cause even if, uh, even if you don't get it yourself, you still want, mm-hmm. you still want to see your peers. You still want to see your friends come home happy. Um, also, that makes it sound like I came home like deeply depressed. <laughs> uh, I was already so depressed beforehand. It, it changed nothing. No, worst case scenario, you go
2: out and you have some great beer. Like come yeah. back, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly.
3: Yeah, yeah. Always a good time. And it was made just barely worse by running into you guys. So
2: <laughs> it does sound like a truly trying, yeah. trying time.
1: I That's think. An incredibly high yeah. praise. <laughs> Um, have we talked about cold IPAs on this podcast before? I feel like we have. We we've broached it, but I think I think we're sitting with somebody that knows how to do IPA. Uh, I was cold gonna IPA, say if we wanted to do like a
2: one-minute style guide, like what is a good cold IPA to you? And how'd you guys formulate it? Tasting notes, I would say it tastes like an IPA, but instead of having that big, like robust, multi- thing it's cleaner
1: i don't know what do you think so just sorry real quick the caveat is uh you've been doing this sort of style for a little while uh back when tiger shark yeah when you all did the ipl with akasha for uh, beer week for beer week so you were kind of ahead of this trend 2020 yes
3: yeah uh well yeah it's uh
1: so i think i think we need a definition of what what differentiates that that's the question is
3: where Is it the the uh, my honest opinion and description of it, or is it the educator Oof. and salesman?
2: <clears throat> we'll start with the educator and salesman, and then right. I'll be the asshole. Uh, so the the style itself is
3: what you're doing is you're taking, or at least what we did with ours. Um, Their the malt profiles can vary wildly, but we use strictly Pilsner malt. Um, just to, so we're not getting any of that caramel malt, none of that two row malt that you get in a lot of IPAs giving more sweetness, um, and kind of a, a, heavier backbone to it. So you're left with something cleaner and crisper, um, using lager yeast, but fermenting it typically at a slightly warmer temperature. Um, so you are gonna encourage, uh, the production of some more of those fruit forward notes. Um, but still not nearly as many as you would get in some of your more extreme ale strains, um, as far as London Ale or um, any of the, the the real wild Kvike and stuff like that. Um, and then there's there's heavy dry hopping, um, bringing that out even more so. Now, the caveat there is, I, I guess, transitioning to my true opinion is <laughs> it's an IPL.
2: I think it's just Victory Prima Pills rebranded with Dank American. That's what that it is.
3: (laughs) It is an an India Pale Lager. It's done with Lager yeast, um, and you just dry hop it, and you ferment. It's not. Why is it called a cold IPA? Because you. It's not an IPA. Wasn't it like MGD
2: like? Who, wait, what's the name of that lager MGD who is like triple cold filtered, like American uh, lager or whatever. Like a lot of that gets tied up in marketing or whatever, but the of the pudding is in the drinking. It is a freaking great beer, no matter is. what you want to oh, call it.
3: And I, I do love it. And I've always been a fan of the, the, the IPL style, the dry hopped lager style, um, because it does it's a more delicate beer, but you still can play around more and get some of those some of those more interesting, more, um, more defining characters from hops. Yeah, um, and I think
2: you already said, but what? What do you remember? What dry hops were featured in this one?
3: Uh, so we used uh, Citra, uh, Cashmere, and Comet okay. in this. Okay, so cool. kind of a, a new take on the three C's. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, I'm really really pleased with it. It's it's become kind of my go to beer right yeah, now. I could,
1: yeah. Um, <laughs> As, as someone just who think the name's funny. really loves like Italian dry hop lager, whatever, this is mm-hmm. super crushable. Um, like you said, with not having that two row or anything to bring out any of those like bigger maltodextrin compounds, like it still keeps it crisp and clean. Uh, I've had a couple of these from uh, locally and uh, nationally. And uh, this one, this one's definitely given more aroma and yeah, like fruit forward uh, notes to it. So. Which if
2: you're going to call it an IPL instead of like a, or a, a fucking what, cold IPA instead of an India lager, like that's how it should taste to me.
1: More yes, in the yeah. vein
2: of an IPA, less in the vein of a hoppy lager. I don't know. Yeah. I'm and not that an expert. Is,
3: I guess that may be where I would agree with the differentiation between the IPL and the cold IPA is that with the IPL, you still want those hops to be, you don't want to go crazy with them. You want those hops to be noticeable. You want them to be present but with this one you kind of you get a a free pass to just say fuck it i'm gonna put in whatever hops i want in whatever amounts i want and have a good time
1: yeah i I think the nuance is probably finding that balance between the two
0: yeah yeah i will say i I think it was a a really unique way to create a collab too yeah i mean you you you, you said it yourself but you kind of just took the the best of both beers the best of both sprocket versions and then just combine them into something new and different um i've had a few cold IPAs since they
3: became popular and this is one of the better ones I've had uh, oh, shit. It I agree. Out. yeah I agree well and I got to give uh, Tim Schwartz a lot of credit at real ale because it was one of those things where uh, too often collabs can become a an issue of hey you're doing this at your place I think we should do this style you write the recipe take it from there do it do it want, and we'll we'll slap our name on it too we'll split the cost um, but th- he was so active with going back and forth. I mean, we, we had to restart our email thread several times because it just <laughs> got too long to yeah. keep track of. That's and awesome. so one of us would just say, so All I'm it's like excitement. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Awesome. so it was, it was fun. Um, and it was, it was just neat to be, to, to be so active and so involved in that conversation across the country.
1: Uh, question, it, it, when you ferment at, you know, a higher temp for a lager yeast, what, I guess it, it might be helpful to explain like how you escape uh, producing any off compounds, even though you're using the yeast a little untraditionally. Uh,
3: so the the trick there is just finding, finding the happy range. Um, obviously, like you said, we are fermenting it above the yeast's ideal temperature, but we're not going... As high as an ale
2: temp. Can I ask which do you guys know which lager strain? Is it the vine, is it the Bohemian strain uh, of it, lager
3: yeast? It is not. So it is our it's the um, I guess I can just say it's BSI's 3470.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. well you know, where's that sourced from? Fine Stefan? Uh However you pronounce that. Anyway, uh oh, now that was, I'm blanking on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's right. The feel, 3470. That uh, yeah, I, I, I think it is. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's a that's a great. For great, some, great some
3: reason, I wanted to say Augustiner, but one of my favorite
0: uh, streams out there. You might be know? right. <laughs> I might
2: be wrong, but I, I <laughs> think Fucking that's nerds. like the most widely <laughs> used lager <laughs> yeast in the entire world by like an order of magnitude. <laughs> Just, <laughs> exactly. Because right. it's so freaking non finicky. It's so good, and it doesn't mind being a little bit warmer than like. That's apparently what the San Francisco lager was derived from, whatever the heck they used it's, to make Kentucky Common beer back in the day. Eh, I think that was ale or lager People debate, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, which I that
3: debate, I feel like it, every time I every yeah, time I yeah, check yeah. back in on the common world, it is the general consensus has flipped.
2: Do you have Do you have a Kentucky Common take about how you would make one when you're doing your perfect Kentucky Common? Um, I so
3: my ideal, my ideal kentucky common should look somewhat similar to this okay. this sour um probably without the chunks what, what about the with the tartness uh no i i my opinion on the tartness is that was a side effect of lack of sanitization lack mm-hmm. of refrigeration um but i think it should be fairly light in color um i think it's i think it should be lager yeast um and i think it should not be intentionally sour okay
2: yeah, I think the the ancient Greeks had this like cheese and oil drink that they used to drink. And if it's settled, it was no longer the drink. You had to like shake it up and blend it. It had to be active and alive in order to be called the thing that it was. Maybe Kentucky Commons have to be unsanitary. And if they sit too long, hmm. they funkify. Anyway, I'm just throwing that theory maybe. out there for the future. All right. All right. Maybe. maybe the maybe I mean, the the best beer is the one that gets terrible after it sits in a pine pitched tart. What is the, what is it? Pitch? pitched, yeah. yeah. Lined barrel for like six weeks while people finish it up. Anyway, thank you for attending this episode of Kentucky <laughs> Common
1: Theory Talk. Haters uh, will say it's placebo, but I do taste a little bit of sprockets in here. Mm. I mean... Oh, I, no, I do too. Sure, yeah, maybe.
2: That little bitty crispy... Like, it's not overly bitter like a big IPA. It's that little bright German Pilsner crispness with aroma.
0: Uh, I do remember, though, us having a discussion months ago that uh, when Gravely got a new canning line and had access to 16-ounce cans, that's when we could do a collab together.
3: Mm. Yep. All right.
2: <laughs> just wanted to confirm that that was something that,
0: that uh, the, yeah. the conversation yeah, that that's we a contract, I, Nathaniel.
3: <laughs> I would absolutely love to do that. All right. Um, the, and in all honesty, I probably would have reached out to you directly before now um not that i don't see you guys on a fairly regular basis anyway you just but, wanted to get on the pod uh yeah i was just dragging my feet so you would bring me on here
2: all right that sounds uh, good so let's let's figure out a let's ferment something in that cave
3: yeah, yeah I'm not oh, actually, still, can, can you talk about the the caves so yeah behind behind our tap room um not necessarily our, our brew house but yeah behind our, our tap room itself there are two um stone lined caves or or partial tunnels um that are dug directly into the uh the the hill phoenix hill there um and those those caves are actually interesting fact the the stones that line them were old ballast stones that were used on ships oh, coming sure across the atlantic that. yeah um so but gravely sits on the site where was it phoenix hill brewery was uh or technic- some i believe else? technically it was the it used to be one plot of land now it's the building right next to us uh, i believe it's this uh, called but, the stables. but zone. those caves but, were used for loggering the, the caves were originally used to lager beer because um much like any cave um whether natural or otherwise they're being so insulated they are kept at a roughly um Roughly permanent temperature of uh, or a fairly permanent temperature of roughly 54, 55 to 65, somewhere in that range. Much like the hills
2: of Germany, like uh, where the German immigrants were coming in. They're like, oh, it's very hot here. We dig into the caves and it kind of gets you into those like Alpine things. If you guys have never had a beer on Gravely's patio and you're listening to this podcast. Who are you? Um, but if you if you haven't, then you should go there because yeah. you sit outside. Yeah. I, that's, that's a Venn diagram that's hard to like uh, intersect. But you guys, yeah. if you sit there and like, you can literally stare out at your all's little field and just see inside of this, it looks like an aircraft hangar, yeah. but it's just a little half semicircle, stone-lined uh, cave, yeah. man-made cave or cellar for lack of a better term that they used to store the loggers in to try to mm-hmm. get them as, you know, uh, as aged and delightful as those cold acting lager yeast like to be in the old, the uh, yeah, varying climates. So whenever
3: you didn't have access to refrigeration, it was ideal. It was perfect place to just store those things um rather than in a, in a hot warehouse middle of the summer where it's going to get,
0: Nice sour and, tasty. And, and sour in yeah. a pitch
2: lined barrel exactly <laughs> so exactly.
0: what you're saying is though like when it's time for us to do the uh the collab um john and i and david will be out in those tunnels with a pitch uh, Fuck, pick a pitch yeah. axe just trying to get back into the caves <laughs> that were mm-hmm. originally <laughs> yeah. like okay well, uh, yeah yeah ma- ma- yeah we'll find uh a and d- we'll DeLorean make like sure there. you
3: sign a disclaimer beforehand <laughs> yeah. so that yeah. whenever yeah. one an of, of the ballast waiver. stones yeah, crushes exactly. every bone in your body <laughs> we're free and clear
1: yeah. And, and i want to camp out there and i want to keep my eyes on the on the beer or the prize yeah, can we camp out
0: in the cave uh on halloween uh, provide shelter from the storm sure sure
2: yeah yeah that's a sure yeah yeah le- that's le- a, le- that's a, that's a
3: that sounded confident right yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like why not kiddo? why not kiddo so
0: mm-hmm. so
3: um i mentioned the disclaimer
2: right yeah i do
3: remember just
0: real fast is that like i think the the one and the only time i've actually been underneath that little structure um Corey, you're all's original head brewer um we john and i were doing kevin a, a video yeah with kevin gibson that's right yeah. it was for beer week 2020
2: 2019 i don't time know is a flat circle <laughs> uh
0: but um yeah he was just like Because we asked if we could do a video in there, and he was, he kind of paused like you just said, and he's like,
2: sure, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, just like, just hop the fence. Just get me on film saying, if you die, you have waived all rights to sue bravely. Well, and that's the
3: tough thing is that it's, it sucks to not use them because they're beautiful. Mm -hmm. They're, they're such a cool aspect. Um, and, but
2: there's a reason we don't do that anymore. It's because it's a huge liability. Oh like, yeah, oh yeah. People definitely hey, well, die. Well, and we have refrigerators,
1: mm-hmm. so. Well, yeah.
2: right, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's also true. But mostly, child labor and people dying, and we shouldn't do the things the same way that we did in like 1910. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've come a long way for so many different reasons. <laughs> yes. Oh,
1: um. There well, it is. Speaking of where we've been, do you hear that?
0: No, what is is that?
1: That was the joy of music. Um, I scanned every Gravely can has this little uh, Spotify code on it where you can uh, sip the song. Oh, let's let's sip the song. So it sounds like um, most of these beers are named (laughs) after songs and or albums. So I thought it'd be a good segment to uh, sip the song with you. Uh, Nick, Shit, you ready? Yeah.
3: Wait. I, I don't, I, wait, I yeah, yes, wait. I don't. Wait. I said yes. I have no idea what I'm about to do. I think you're ready. Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna play a couple songs, and then you're gonna tell me if you remember that you made this beer that's named after the song and oh what the song God. is and what the song is. Oh, this is gonna be rough. It's not gonna be rough. I mean I, I uh, there's a couple layups, but here we go. Ready? I can hear it. Can hear it yes. That's it.
0: That's the. That's all you get. That's all you get. (laughs) Name that beer, Hanslong.
3: Uh. (laughs) John Williams. (gasps) What? That that was the beer. Maybe. What John Williams was the beer. Yeah, which I'm guessing is inaccurate, given the tone <laughs> of voice. That you just
1: was the beer? What? I'll give you. I'll give you five more seconds because this one was an. Oh, I don't want to give it. It was an album.
3: A
2: tornado flew around my room before you came. Excuse the mess it made. Did you make a beer called Drake?
1: <laughs> no, it's not Drake, Michael. Do you have any guesses as to it, what this is? Uh, I don't. No? Uh, this may be our
3: uh i'm gonna just go ahead and intentionally mispronounce chanel orange
1: yes okay all right yeah. you got it yeah this is a classic beow, beow, beow. frank yeah. ocean album yeah. uh odd future member uh turned superstar um but this is uh not to channel orange which is well you can tell us That's, more yeah, about yeah, channel yeah, orange than channel I can. Orange. Yeah. Channel
3: Orange is our blood orange ipa uh it is yeah with it's made with hollartal blanc cops uh and a healthy dose of uh, channel orange, or not cha- with <laughs> with uh, <laughs> blood orange uh, puree added to it.
1: That's okay. uh, nice and tasty. I have a lot of confidence for round two, so we're going to get right into it. Oh, okay. So these are the music videos, so it might be a second. I'll give it until the first couple uh, bars, notes, stanzas. Oh. Nope. I'm, I'm gonna give it. A, I'm gonna give <laughs> you some time. I'm gonna give it time.
3: Wind gusting.
1: Close. <laughs> This one's actually my fault because I didn't realize the music video would have such an intro. I'm enjoying it, honestly. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is a really tranquil moment. <laughs>
0: okay, that's all. You, that's it.
2: <laughs> By the way, this is the best segment we ever had. This is
0: this this is actually pretty good.
3: <laughs> Any ideas?
2: Uh, uh,
1: I'm uh Black Sabbath. Ah, you're you're in the right vein, Michael. Do you have a guess? I just, see the issue is I just don't know.
0: I just I, he, he knows the beers. I might know the the music. If you get the song, I think
1: you'll know the song. He'll know the beer.
2: <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't either. Let's see. Let's see. Is it the Eagles? <laughs> That's as much as I could possibly give. But uh, maybe Gravely should not pick obscure songs. Uh, that is Holy Diver by Dio. Dio chord. Oh. Yeah. I was like, that if it's not Black Sabbath, it's got to be Dio. Yeah. yeah. But you didn't say it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it. <laughs> but you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know either. It's fair um i will i
3: will i have to out myself and say that's the only dio song i know by name
1: that's the only song most people know by dio yeah i don't even know who dio is that's fine the uh power chord's been around since the beginning of gravely yeah that it it is our
3: core uh west coast ipa uh it is if i'm drinking an ipa uh sorry i mean no offense when we dance called ipa but that is typically my go-to uh just stylistically i'm a big west coast fan uh it's typically that or loggers for me but yeah that is that's 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 it that's one of the originals yeah
1: original cut okay uh a little bit more modern take i think i think we have a good chance at this one too
2: let it keep going
0: Love this song. I'm so relaxed. I you up Wait.
2: Yeah.
3: Smoke signals.
2: Yes. Ah, yeah. 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 Nailed it. What's the artist?
3: That's a Phoebe Ritter song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I heard that yeah.
2: before. Yeah. And that's
3: one of my favorite labels that we have ever done as well. We did that. It is yet to go into cans. We did that in large format 22 ounce bombers.
1: Yeah. And that was one that you all brought to GABF. It is a fantastic beer. The smoke is very approachable on it yeah and that is yeah it's a it's
3: a the smoked marzin it is arguably my favorite style of beer in existence uh ooh, i want some of that right now actually. i'm
0: I'm not i'm not saying it's the same beer but um i i remember some colorado friends at gabf preferred smoke signals to Grdziski from live oak
1: all right i got one more for you um i didn't know this one when i looked it up so i'm not gonna shame anybody if we don't <laughs>
2: Uh, that's so close. You dug deep for this, Mr. Catterley.
0: <laughs> David Bowie?
1: Very, um... Oh. If you um, knew it, that last roof would have given it away. But it is very Bowie-esque.
2: Now, the the I vocals gonna, remind me of Bowie. I was going to say it was very Megadeth-ish.
1: Alright, spill beans. Are you yeah. sure you weren't System of a Down? Oh, That's What? what I, that was the first thing I thought. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> you're going to laugh. Uh, this is the beer that... It, or, uh, sorry, the song that is paired with Doc's Hefeweizen. This is uh, Doctor Doctor by UFO. UFO, yeah. All
2: right.
3: Because every time people think they know what song that is tied to they always say the most common thing people say is oh yeah by U2 right
1: (laughs) U2 song I would have thought maybe like Dr. Love by Motley Crue or something it yeah well that was a delightful well, segment well, day yeah, yeah. That, you, that was a good that was fun that was, that was, that was let's do that more often yeah. just
0: out of context you know <laughs> just yeah. make people guess music uh i it was actually interesting because I was, I was at the in the brewery a couple days ago and i had noticed for the first time ever that you also name your tank so like you lean into this theme really hard i mean what was the the, the eighth tank it was named like Eight, uh 8s uh, of
3: base.
0: Yeah, 8s of base. Like. <laughs> yeah. So like you, you you name all the tanks after songs too. I mean, there, there are a lot of creative ones in there. Yeah, we've got One
3: Direction, Tupac, <laughs> 3 Dog Night, Gang of 4,
0: Gang
2: of 4.
3: Uh Jurassic 5, E6. Yeah. Oof. Uh S Club 7, uh 8s of base. Now, Tank Nine is actually it's our our bright tank that we uh, package off of. So that's Bright Eyes.
2: Ah, are you were gonna say Strick Nine? Then uh,
3: Tenacious D. Hell yeah! Uh, <laughs> and then we we do a lot of, we do a lot with our hop back. Um, so for those who don't know, the hop back is a a sealed container that uh, we can pack full of fresh whole cone hops. And you hate um, it. And I hate using it with a passion. Uh which is a shame because it does provide a really neat, like fresh green, um mostly aromatic note to those beers. Uh but it's a pain in the ass to use. So that hotback is named. Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, yeah. I remember Andrew. Uh, uh,
0: what was Andrew's title? I don't actually know. What he. What, is, what does he do? I don't he want to he is him, uh, assistant brewer. Okay. So, I, yeah. So, Andrew, the assistant brewer. I know we were talking about, like, maybe getting more tanks in, into the brewery at some point, And we were just, like, standing there dumbfounded for 30 seconds trying to think of a music reference to the number 11. And he came in. Didn't even take like a second. He's like finger eleven. Finger
1: eleven. There you go.
3: No, didn't take a breath, didn't pause, didn't even stop what he was doing to like look at us. I don't think he he made eye eye contact. Just like yeah. Yeah, he was
0: he was on the hunt for their cats and yeah actually can you tell us real quick about your 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 cats at gravely because i feel like they're 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 the stars of the show if we could have them on we would have but oh yeah, cats,
3: you, yeah. You and else. everyone else yeah no one no one gives a shit about me really it's all the cats <laughs> uh so we have gertrude and thundercat uh they are our brewery cats uh they in theory hunt mice and other little critters uh scare them away keep them away from all of our grain and everything um they're really good at ripping the tails off of lizards and then letting the lizard lizards run around. Uh, just bleeding all over the place. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Uh, every now and then in the summer, they might drop a, a dead bird at the foot of someone's table or something like that out on the patio. Uh, but they're lovable. They're great. Friendly. Uh, and Andrew, uh, in the midst of brewing has developed an obsession with these cats. Uh, he will follow them around the brew house, uh, taking pictures and videos of them at all times. Uh, but I also have to give him so much credit because he takes so much, like such great care yeah. of these animals. Uh,
2: they are pampered like you would not believe well historically speaking cats were like the protectors of the grain like, oh yeah. you know people would brew beer back in ancient egypt and like they worshiped cats they'd loved beer coincidence maybe i think not probably yeah. i i just i
0: remember who was it felt falco Falco, yeah. Falco was an old cat. And I remember whenever I'd go up into the patio at Gravely, Falco would just like perch on my shoulder. So this was like my Facebook profile picture for about a ah, year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just Falco hanging out on my shoulder while I eat my Mayan cafe food and and drink some beer. Oh, yeah. Falco for, the, for those great. on the
2: Patreon, I will intersperse <laughs> Mueller's Former
1: Facebook profile
2: picture there with the cat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you brought us this uh, cold IPA and like we ask all our guests to bring us something they love that's beer and something they love that's not beer. What else we got? Uh show and tell? Show and tell part two. Show and tell. So
3: the, well that's I guess I'm gonna cheat a little bit and say this actually wasn't the thing I brought that I love that was oh. beer. Oh. Uh, show this and tell was part just a shameless plug, really.
2: <laughs> all right, so, um,
3: let's let's so, so Nick loves um,
2: shameless plugs.
3: Oh yeah. So, uh, and shameful plugs so this you probably could guess from what i've been
2: talking about Rock beer. The, oh the, yeah
3: the thing i love that is beer as i drop it and let it shatter on the floor here Uh,
2: you are in good company my Zondex. friend uh
3: so this is oh, uh schlankala uh, uh their uh this is their uh did i bring did i grab their marzen yes really? this is their marzen um and schlankala is uh a classic brewery um in bomber germany home of rauch beer home of smoked malt altogether um and it is also interestingly not the brewery is not actually named Schlankerla. um that term really just refers to uh the fact that everyone originally thought the uh yeah, brewmaster yeah, yeah, yeah. was yeah. always drunk because he had an i forget if he had an injured leg or if uh, there He had um, an, an illness that affected it, but he would always walk with a limp and would stumble around. And the name literally translates to like stumbling man. Um, and so that's what everyone came to know them as, even though it's not really their name. And now they've just embraced it.
1: Interesting. So,
3: this was always one of um, when I worked at Louisville
0: Beer Store, I always loved pointing people into this direction. They're like, oh, I just want something really fun and unique. So
3: I'd point them to this. Yeah.
1: How do and, you like bacon?
3: yep and that's so yeah this is it's all it's it is one of the smoked beers that's very divisive because meat beer it's so smoky it's Ooh, so yeah. rich and savory Ooh. and i love it
2: for that i do too i do as well it's, i'm not saying i'm gonna drink it like every day but man when you're man it has hit sometimes yeah. it hits um
3: and i i know a lot of people that say oh it's like drinking out of an ashtray or something
2: exactly
3: perfect exactly perfect. i
0: I, I appreciate this beer so much. It was one of, I think it may have been my first smoked beer uh, I've ever had. I was just like, this is such an interesting, unique flavor that, what, you know, like most beers that I've tried, it was a, offensive initially. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, just it's about managing like, in, expectations. In kind of, yeah. It's yeah. like,
0: what do you look for going into it? Like, this. I mean, First time I ever tried a sour was like Anderson Goza and Anderson Valley Goza. And I, I hated it. And I was like, how do people drink these things? And same with uh, any IPA, period.
2: I uh, will still say sour smoked beers are still fucked up. That's some crazy ooh, sour, territory. Who's making sour smoked? Ooh, oh, I've had some. Is it I've a Kentucky a Common? I've had Intentionally? some. Intentionally? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's unfortunate.
0: Well, Nick, um I actually this knew. Is and this is not something that we're going to. Drink on air unless you want to uh but i knew that you liked smoked beer so i brought you a gift actually and since because mm-hmm. you you mm-hmm. shared this with us i wanted to share this with you oh shucks i'm gonna see how many times i can well, say need something really I think, I, I think we're gonna
1: just name the episode shucks with nicks <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh that guy oh smoking jalapenos
3: smoked lager Smoked lager with jalapenos, and lime, and whiskey barrel smoked malt. Okay. There, are, there are elements of this beer that I think you'll like, and there are elements of this beer that I think you'll hate. But either way, that is yours. Ooh. So I, I also do have a deep love for peppered beers. Yep. Yeah, uh, I didn't know that. I think it is It's a very difficult thing to walk the line on because so it's so easy to go overboard with. Similar to smoke, but when done when done well, when done with restraint... I think it's phenomenal.
0: Well, I, I picked that out from oh. uh,
3: from Weldworks
0: uh, somewhat recently-ish on one of the visits. And uh,
3: mm. just kind
0: of had that in the back of the fridge. It's like, oh, well, if Nick's coming on, we got to make yeah. sure he gets one.
3: Oh, shucks.
2: Oh, sh- shucks. I appreciate it. Yeah, that I looks good as hell. Huh? One of my favorite yeah. homebrew recipes was called the Porter House. Smoked porter with peppercorns. Ooh. It- yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Nice. Those things come together very nicely in my mind as well. Yeah. When
1: when done properly. Yeah. This is good. This is a classic. This, <clears throat> you know, the people that know know it's, it's always going to be good.
2: Yeah. If you're uninitiated into the smoked beer world, where can you go in Louisville or abroad to find a good smoked beer? Do you uh, guys have any... Common like,
3: house? I don't know. I mean, I'm yeah. going to just do a shameless plug again and say gravely actually yep. happens to have smoke signals on right now and it's uh, usually on though too right yeah it's on it's on for about roughly half of the year
2: yeah i would say um, a large proportion of people don't have never maybe don't know what a smoked beer tastes like it's, it's a very strange thing and i was kind of you were saying like originally i was turned off by it and i was saying like oh but i've drank smoked beers for a long time it's a very special flavor and i think if you've never tried one even if you're not going to love it it's worth seeking out and trying yeah and you can go, apparently go to gravely and try yeah. one right
3: now well and in all fairness to, to spread the love around um i know that that monic i believe they they don't have one right now as far as i know but they did they made one where they actually uh, did they smoke the malt themselves. They, or no, they worked with uh, Hammerheads. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Hammerheads. Yep, you're Small. absolutely right. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And their smoke
2: smoking that. Yep, yep.
1: Um, Martin's Barbecue? And, no, it was Martin's Barbecue. It was Martin's, okay. okay. Martin's barbecue. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah. big bad
2: breakfast yeah. now.
1: Uh, yeah. Mar- Martin's barbecue still exists, just not in its, it's original location. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably because
2: they wasted all their money smoking malt for uh, yeah. <laughs> I smoked a smoked logger that no one cares about. I and I think go I try mean, smoked loggers, people.
3: I want to say Sean Steele. Uh, yeah, he does some smoke yeah he stuff does too. some smoked stuff as yeah. well. We've been we've been talking about wanting to do a smoked collab for a, a while now. ATG last train to Bamberg uh,
0: collab with Common House and ATG.
2: Yeah, and we do know that uh, Fall City cam oh, cameron of uh the og the best person brewing beer at fall city ever uh is getting ready to make <laughs> fuck another auto <you>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. well, the original fall city brewer in 1906 or whenever you're the worst cam is king yeah. because you never made falls which uh cameron just texted <laughs> us and said he ordered the smoked oak or the uh, oak smoked wheat, wheat again for yeah yeah
1: one hundred percent wheat. So that's that's a Griziski that we did with them uh, earlier last year. Um, this is a, a chewy beer, so I'll i let you get into <laughs> the, the show and tell part oh, three. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the uh, third one. Yeah. yeah. Well, I kind of
2: digest this. See, to yeah. me, that's like just that's drinkable as hell. Yeah, like, I don't know. That's the weird thing about
0: most smoked beers to me is that
2: that makes me more most of them are yeah.
0: crushable. Yeah. Oh, what did you bring? So. This, oh, fuck is yeah, dude, we're gonna a, bond. We're gonna I, bond. I
2: had a
3: feeling. Yeah. I had a feeling. So, this is admittedly a very shitty uh, plane. Um, it is for planing wood. Oh, okay. Um, I was
1: like, that does not look like <laughs> micro hand plane. <laughs> plane. Yes. Uh, so,
3: it is it's a tool for, uh, for leveling and smoothing pieces of wood. Uh, so, like, this corner over here has been driving me a little bit crazy because my cup Clean <laughs> it out, bro. Say, <laughs> that's a bad idea. Uh, there's a there is a blade on there razor sharp i see it um but that is in all honesty i don't i don't necessarily completely thoroughly passionately love that microplane but um this just kind of exemplifies uh several years ago my early 30s or so several
0: years ago i thought you were like 33
3: uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you definitely. I'll take that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, thirty-three Actually, have n- sounds great. i how no yeah. older, you are, so yeah. we'll take well, it. We'll, we'll, we'll go with thirty-three. Yeah. yeah, we hate you all. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so this this is a symbol for love of woodworking. Uh, yes, I didn't know that. Uh, so and not necessarily Things strictly woodworking. Yes. Hobbit shit. Yes. Hobbit shit. Uh, I just kind of slowly discovered after a lifetime, or not necessarily lifetime, after. 20 plus years of never touching any tools, um, and kind of growing up thinking if you need something, you find somebody else to buy it from, um, and realizing, wait, I can just, I, I like holding these tools, I like making stuff myself. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah, I never, I would, I would make fun of that shit. I would be like, God. Tim the Toolman Taylor, you're a moron. Just buy shit. (laughs) Uh, And now... Yeah, but the thing about
2: like a nice (laughs) hand plane or the things that it can make is that the manufacturer's warranty cannot expire because it's built well. Yeah, And it's something that you can actually like... The more you use it, the more you learn how to fix it and understand it and hone in those angles. And then you can use it to shape your built environment instead of having to buy shit from Ikea... Or fucking Walmart or fucking wherever you can build your own cabinets for your yeah. house or and brew e- stands for your home brewed beer. And even if it's something that is built wonderfully and looks
3: really cool, it still may very well not be exactly what you want. Whereas if you make it yourself, if you make it by hand, if you if it is your craft, you can make it precisely the way you want it to. You can make it
2: exactly how you've envisioned it. And it, I it wants, makes you ask yourself that question, what do I want? What yeah. do I want this exactly to look like? Instead of having to fit form yourself into cookie cutter solutions, it's the ground up approach. It's like, what do I want? And then you figure out how to build it in your own mind. Yes. You and are it, the new Nikola Tesla is kind of what I think. And it thinking.
3: sounds cliche, but just the whole concept of you appreciate it more if you make it yourself. If you spent the time yes. in the work to build it yourself, you appreciate it so much more.
1: I definitely agree. Like I hung a shelf in my house once. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck Fuck yeah. yeah. Totally. It was, yeah. it was awesome. I got like two screws in the wall. Two of them? Yeah. Shit. And, uh, and then you. I put 60 pounds of booze on top of it. So I think it's going to hold. <laughs> oh, I well, see so you did um, a floating shelf. But it, it feels good to know that I did that. Mm-hmm. yeah so oh, yeah, what, yeah. so what what
0: is an example of something that you've made recently or something that you're proud of that you've done
3: or modified or i don't know if i'm terribly proud of anything i've ever done in my life we gotta got work <laughs> on yourself <self-confidence. laughs> no, 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 no,
2: no, yes go ahead sorry uh, it's, a pro- it's, it's the process not the product
3: it is sure. it, it, it truly is um but i will say uh I just, so my wife and I just moved out of a horrible, wretched neighborhood. Terrible neighbors. (laughs) Nick and I were neighbors for us. Yeah. Yeah. At least I live right across the street from John over here. Uh,
2: (laughs) So he knows my shitty house.
3: In a neighborhood that I dearly miss. I absolutely loved being in that that kind of corner of like Paris town, Frogtown area. Like I I absolutely adored it. Um, But it was we both my wife and i love old houses we love things that are that have that that kind of character and that history to them but that also you can make your own um never want to live anywhere that is just like move in ready you can just kind of unlock the door and you're set um so we we bought a house that needed a lot of work um and so through over the course of multiple years we did so much to that house. And it was one of those things where we kind of said, all right, we've set aside money for this, we can use that money to do one or two projects and pay someone to do them. And it may look absolutely beautiful, it may look flawless. Or we can we can do all of these ourselves, we can take the time, um, spend a little bit less money, but a hell of a lot more time um, and do all this stuff by hand. Uh, As far as ripping up floors, redoing hardwood floors Mm -hmm. in our kitchen, um, using the original uh, wood that was found underneath so many layers of asbestos tile. Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, And then um, just completely gutting a bathroom, pulling out every bit of it um, to the point where somewhere out there is a picture of my wife standing in the hallway and taking a picture of me and I'm in the basement. And there's nothing between us because oh, oh, yeah. it's just a hollow Down to the hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, and were those floors completely level? Not even close. No.
1: Not, not until you planed them.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not not until I planed the uh, the slate tiles nine? in there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there was stuff that was fucked up. Um, but it, it was mm-hmm. ours. It was like we had we we put our our
2: fingerprints. Our blood, sweat, and tears into every bit of it, um, and it's not like you just invest uh, equity into your house at that point. You also learn, like, oh yeah. you know, it's like painting on a canvas. You learn shit. You, you have it's like making beer. Yeah. You know, you just don't care about it. It's not your precious angel. You just have something to learn. Like if you make mistakes, you understand what they are. You try to do better next time. You don't make that mistake the next time. Yeah. Or you do, but you just keep going. You keep iterating. Yeah. Yeah. And you do it all by hand instead of something force fed to you by like the
1: speaking of people that are learning (laughs) um, Sazerac announced uh, yesterday that they have uh, made a lawsuit for uh, (gasps) the record of thirty eight point six million dollars against Republic National Distribution Company. Um, They've Cut ties um, a few weeks back, uh, which has shaken up a little bit of the Kentucky industry. But uh, thirty-eight million dollars is a lot to owe. So that's a whole lot, yeah. Do, you, do we know the general outlines
2: of the complaint? Or do we need to save that for it, it, in, our in-depth analysis? We, we should save it for a little okay. in-depth analysis, yeah. but.
1: We're going to talk about a little national news and explain kind of what the climate is right now. And right now, it seems like uh, people don't pay their bills. So, hmm.
3: yeah,
2: that's uh,
1: Donald Trump's America.
2: Yeah, it's a
3: big
0: brand. Um, hmm. Good old Sazerat. Uh, on uh, on on my side of things, um, I read, and as far as national news goes, uh, that the fourth annual... Uh, craft beer marketing awards is going on, so we've been talking about how Gravely has been racking up all these medals over the years. Are you familiar with this specific? I am. Uh,
3: <laughs> I am. I've I've gotten many emails from them I wonder, I wonder, asking I wonder, us if we want to participate. Um, Speaking of uh, multi-level schemes, I I I don't know. I I'm the guy behind the scenes making the beer, so no. to me that is. Cool. Great. Fun. Um, to me, it's, I don't know, I guess I can, I can see a little bit of both sides of it. Um, you can make the best product in the world, but if it doesn't have a beautiful label on it, if it doesn't catch eyes, it's not going to sell. So I, I do, I do fully understand that side of it, but it's all about the
1: liquid man. This cold IPA label is pretty cool. It is is bad. Okay. okay, But, but
0: so there are a bunch (laughs) of different categories. Um, I would say that it is made for the folks that are more front of house that don't maybe get the recognition of the liquid that is made. So it's the people that work hard on, on the cans, on the promotions, on the campaigns. Um, just as a self plug i, I saw that they're even doing a brett best uh, ale trail award or something so Ooh, all who knows? Right. <laughs> who knows? Uh, also full disclosure i i guess in the interest of sharing this i'm going to be a judge this year for the first time Ooh. so uh one of many judges that they that they have um but i i will have to recluse myself from that specific category obviously but just as an example, though, like I think it's cool that Gravely has the Spotify URL or the uh, QR code essentially um, on right there on the can, so you can actually see what you're see what you're sipping. As we said earlier, yeah. Um, so I did see uh, it's fourth annual one. Uh, folks are um, welcome to apply up until January twenty seventh, I believe.
3: So. Well, I didn't really think of it. I, in all honesty, that's a good. You bring up a good point there. i never looked at it from that aspect. That. It is the brewer, as far as awards go and accolades, it's all as far, it's all on the production side. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that is a, yeah, that's, that's on me. I totally did not think about that, but that's a, that's a very valid point. Often those people are overlooked who are doing the design design work and stuff like that. And the marketing work
1: last little bit of news we have to share is that river city has been acquired. Uh, they announced it back in early December that there was rumors. And as of a couple days ago, they've said this is happening. Uh, keg one has acquired river city and that accounts for about 5 million cases of beer in a year out of Kentucky. Keg one based out of Colorado, I think.
3: Okay. I I wasn't sure where they were. That's, uh, that that doesn't surprise me all that much. I had a it. I thought it was a little bit of a only a matter of time until some of the more local places did get gobbled up, just because that's the nature of the beast.
2: Is is this big consolidation? What what's the root cause of all of this consolidation? Is it just capitalism at work? Is it just market forces? Is it all going to eventually become one thing, or is this big money trying to gobble up? subsidiaries because in what i this might be it's not a hot take oh, a this, little bit this is a conspiracy a little theory. bit of one a
1: little bit of the other um because breweries
2: can self-distribute more now you don't need the model in anymore. this is what we're talking about in kentucky yeah. specifically yeah.
1: up until a certain uh barrelage um this is sort of the distribution model <clears throat> i guess some of the benefits pros and cons um distribution model you you pay someone else to have the infrastructure the people you have it. to pay someone else yeah you do um assuming that you don't want to like build those costs yourself into a truck and a refrigeration mm-hmm. well until re- re-
3: until recently you didn't have the option you didn't have the option right. Until, right.
1: until about the what year and a half two years In ago july of 2021
0: two yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, little little Shout out to kgb years. Yeah. Um, kentucky
2: guild of Brewers. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> So, specify there.
1: So now that yep. you have the option, it's it's an it's another expense on top of your expensive brewery that you're trying to open. Your canning line, like you you guys said, you know you slow rolled it, and you know six years in now it's a canning line, and you know you've been playing a distribution game for a little while at Gravely.
3: Yeah, and it's uh, I mean, it is it's a tough balance to strike there. Where I mean, because you would do you take a everyone it kind of is a like KGB
2: shit. Cause yeah. the distributor has all the accounts like they can, you pay them quote unquote for those not on Patreon protection money. And they get you into all the grocery okay. stores, the gas stations, like uh, everybody who's under the, in, in Kentucky, we have like Heidelberg, River city, uh, your house, no house. House. Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. 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 Nolan is the one out. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like they have the accounts, and it's tough to break into a new account. Like if you don't have the distributor relationship, but it, if you want to yeah. self-distribute, you can do that to individuals or you could do that to actual like, like bars or restaurants or whatever. I don't know. It's an interesting change in the way things have been done for a long time here recently.
3: Yeah. Um, It still is. I mean, I think it's once you reach a certain size, you have no choice really Um, because even Not that we are massive at Gravely by any stretch of the imagination, but we do have our products sold in most of the major chains within the state, Um, which means that we can't, we can't get somebody over to Ashland, Kentucky on a regular basis to make sure that they're carrying our stuff. Yeah. Um, And if we want to keep our production up at the rate we are. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. and that's, that's actually a key point is the, the freshness. I mean, that's, that's part of the, the draw of local craft beer is that you're getting the freshest beer possible. You're mm-hmm. getting limited drops. You're not getting drops of 2000 cases of beer at a time. You're getting, they just put out a hundred cases of this beer and it'll be gone in the next 30 days. So get it while you can get it while it's fresh, getting, get it while it's tasting like the brewers intended.
2: So it's almost read. It's almost just redrawing the lines on the relationship. I don't know. It's it's an interesting puzzle to figure out in your head. But it's like product producers, people. Well, distributors, uh, middle middlemen were middlemen to some extent, like middlemen serve a very good purpose. And then it's final consumer. And it's just <clears throat> redefining that relationship where
1: the middle portion doesn't have outsized control over
2: a or Z.
1: In the, in the IT and, world, we label this as CapEx versus OpEx. So in a CapEx model, you would buy the truck, build the refrigerator, deliver your stuff, pay your people, and get the most capital back out of it. In the OpEx model, you suffer um, from a little bit of just handing off, but you pay a fee to have someone else do that. So all your infrastructure is laid out and uh, untouchable, <clears throat> but just for a parallel well and that's kind of
3: the trade-off there or the i guess the the equivalent there in the beer world would be do you do you go the package route or do you go the multiple location route Mm -hmm. right um because that's where you're that's where you're going to get the biggest margin by far yeah um and so that's there's people on both sides of it i don't think there's a necessarily a clear-cut right or wrong way to go about it
2: um no, just finding your customers, finding your consumers, finding the people that love your brand and love your beer. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I think as far as the, you're talking about the the acquisition um, kind of, I don't even know if I would say trend that's going on right now because I don't, that was what I was going to mention is that I don't think it is a trend. I think it's been going on as long as businesses have been a thing. Sure. Um, I don't Standard think oil. I don't think it's the type of thing where, oh, eventually we're going to get to the point where it's all these mega corporations. There's three of them and they own everything because as these corporations buy up all the smaller companies, more smaller companies are created to fill those voids. Yeah, I mean, we, we I'm not giving them a free pass. Fuck Amazon and stuff like that. But. Also, sorry if your <laughs> podcast is sold on, like, Amazon <laughs>
2: Amazon uh, platforms and stuff here. like that. Our only person so- on Patreon is Jeff Bezos. Thank <laughs> you. We're bankrolled by Amazon, actually. Uh,
0: oops. But no, an, an example of that is actually is Nolan. I mean, he, sure. he, he is the direct result of, of places closing, people merging, mm-hmm. and, you know, you have these people merging and becoming bigger, <laughs> but then you also have somebody like Nolan who has... Our, our friend Mike Nolan of Nolan <coughs> Distribution. Uh, he is one dude with maybe one employee in in the entire state of Kentucky
2: who just knows the business. Yeah, he like just he's been doing this a while, yeah. and
3: he's. Popped up
0: and doing a pretty good job.
3: I think they maybe just bought their second truck not too long ago. Fuck yeah, yeah, they have trucks. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, it might be like a pickup
1: truck. I don't it's, a, know. it's
2: a Ford uh, it's a, Focus. Yeah, so let's
1: be honest. I thought it was Hatchback. just Mike Nolan on a mule. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, got a, he's got a scooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It dragged the pallets down Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. I, do, I do think just
0: I mean, it's, this is oversimplifying so many different things, but the the whole self-distro versus distribution thing is th- there's a analogy. For what you're saying to your house. Like, do you wanna wanna go with somebody that already has the infrastructure available that you can just pay and yeah, you're you're spending money, but that way you don't have to do it yourself? Or do you wanna just like take some time and figure things out yourself because you're kind of that tinker kind of person? I mean, I'm going through the Kroger supplier hub and Meyer supplier hub right now, trying to get ale trail passports into retail, and it's a pain. (laughs) Like there's a part of me that that wants to be like, hey, can I just pay 30 30 percent uh of of these things to somebody just to take care of this for me because yeah. it's annoying
2: hey listen mr Moneybags, <laughs> <laughs> we we need that 30 small business i get it yeah, yeah
3: yeah yeah but that's yeah i mean every every business has those pinch points where you just say you know what it's worth it um that's, well, that's economies it, of scale yeah yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's what uh is going to come back in for the expenditure yeah and it's about what is your business model? Is it about, is it hyper-local? Is it statewide? Is it nationwide? Is it regional? And everybody has the ability to, you have to, as the Everett brothers would say, you have to find that melody alone, Aww. which would be a good like uh, tie-in back to the music. And nah. every brewery has the right to be different and not go through the model of distribution if they don't want to, figure out the balance, which in my, you guys are fucking making good beer good shit food good oh, locker case shicks. one of my favorite places to hang out well, <laughs> and a damn damn good neighbor and a damn good hand planer so Gosh.
0: well nick we don't want to take up too much more of your time um good, before we really wrap late. things up exactly before we wrap things up is there anything coming up that you want people to know about
3: uh <laughs>
1: dude we got this answer earlier <laughs>
3: <laughs> that so i will say um You well, I think David mentioned not too long ago about the the labels. Uh how the label on this looks really nice. So I'm I am really excited about this. Is the first of our now that we have the the canning line in-house, now that we're doing all this stuff ourselves, that's huge. Doing more limited releases. So this is the first of our limited releases that are gonna be taproom exclusives um that we can play around with and have more fun, both visually on there and with the liquid inside of there. Um, We're also, so part of that is we're going to be doing uh, a new, which I've, I've I've been dragging my feet on this, but do a do a juicy series. Um, We've always, every time we've done our, our hazy IPAs, our new England IPAs, we've, we've, we've left a healthy dose of bittering hops in there. Um, just because like I said, I, I want a West coast IPA every time I get an IPA, I want it to be West coast. Um, and this is the first time that we've said, you know what, no, we're, we're going to go all in and just make a true juicy, hazy, low bitterness IPA. Um, so we'll have a series of those coming out. Power is not going anywhere. Our West coast IPAs aren't going anywhere. We're just going to be doing some more of those things. Um, and just kind of playing around doing some more, uh, beers that we probably won't make any money on because they'll be really expensive ingredients, but they'll yeah. be really yeah. fun to make and fun to drink too. Hopefully
2: you yeah. can put those in tank six pin six ounces of hops, but none the richer. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah. that, that took a minute to get to, yeah. but I, I got gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you. I thought, yeah, sure. yeah. John, <laughs> what do you got? Um, Frederick Nietzsche described the human life as, uh, becoming a, it's hard to get. It's hard to come back into touch with what you loved when you were a child, and as we grow up, we lose touch with the things that give us joy. I, I so I watched the HBO series of Philip Pullman, uh, his Dark Materials or the Golden Compass or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember the last time that I, I like just wept openly, but like Courtney went to bed at midnight, and I like knew I had three episodes left, and I was like, I'm finishing this. Mm. Oh, so many tears, uh, so much trying to learn what you loved in your childhood. We grow up. We get hard. So, we buy yes, hand planes. Yes we, we develop hobbies like home brewing, all to distract ourselves from the part of ourselves that we lost as a child trying to find what we loved in life. So are you plugging his duck materials right now? or No, hand planes and gravely uh, smoke water? <laughs>
0: <blogger. Yeah,
2: yeah. laughs> David, what do you got?
1: I'll follow the trend of love. Um, love of blind, season three. <laughs>
2: No no. Absolute train wreck. Oh god.
1: Uh, first season, you got me. Uh, second this was a COVID <laughs> binge. The third season, you guys gotta do better. It's just not You gotta switch to Love Island. It's then. not the same. Oh, no. It's not the same. Uh I I'm like four episodes in and I'm I'm ready to quit. So my plug is just to do better. Just do better. Oh my gosh. Uh on my side
0: of things, uh, shout out and plugging jello shots uh john will you open up the drawer please for our special jello shot surprise i
2: can't imagine what would be in this drawer because i haven't had a jello shot probably since i was in high school so it's not like there's companies in the united states that make what the make jelly we, we got shots? some. We got some jello shots With that you, are pre-packaged. You on them? Uh, nice and warm. Curtis, <laughs> these have been refrigerated.
0: These have been uh, very been rec- carefully this, refrigerated. Yeah, this nice cold um, drawer exactly. against my thigh. So, uh, so we uh, pick
2: your flavor based pick, upon your personality. This is so coming you could from, do uh, alcohol infused gelatin. <laughs> alcohol infused gelatin. Oh wait, no. Uh, peach bottom. Peach bottom. That's me, clearly uh the brand is slurp Slurp. It's <laughs> with yeah. three r's yes and uh thank you slurp
0: for uh sending these to us on Mollie, the show for us to try you? uh i are am you a, a
2: strawberry slammer or are you a <laughs> watermelon wiggler i'm giving you the okay. watermelon wiggler, <laughs> of course <laughs> so <laughs> the, so just that, that tracks so nick why don't you just tell us what we're about
0: to do right here i mean uh, what, 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 what are
2: you holding right now you're not forced Sadness. to do this by the way <laughs> the hosts of the show are but the guests are not <laughs> uh so I i've got, got a handful
3: love this of, got a handful of slurp right here <laughs> uh so this is alcohol infused gelatin we've got uh what how much is it it's
2: percent 13
3: volume uh what fifty milliliters? Fifty milliliters. Fifty milliliters of what I'm holding is mango flavored alcoholic gelatin. Not for kids, just so you
0: and know. It's, for kids. Did, it's <laughs> not for kids. Not for <laughs> kids. Yeah, it's, it's single use prepackaged Jello shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And uh, I've got the watermelon wiggler. Fuck them. I'm using this to make my own Jello shots tomorrow. Single use my ass. All right. hate the DIY. Spirit if you try in hard me. enough, yeah. nothing
3: is single use.
2: So when was the
0: last
3: time you had a Jello shot? Thank you, Greta. Uh <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, is, I'm gonna I think Akiko's
2: Oh hell yeah, the old okay. uh, yeah. karaoke bar on Bardstone so, yeah. Road yeah. Uh, you're probably
3: old. in like twenty sixteen, something That's like actually that. Actually sooner than I thought you would have said. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it was a mistake.
2: Well, <laughs> over the over the lips and past the gummies, look out stomach, hear it yummies, gelatinese. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Cheers all um, the Jello shots. Shout out to yeah. shots. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was a slurp.
2: <laughs> swallow it. Oh my God. Have sw- okay,
3: so y'all much. ever done a jello shop before? Somebody did Jesus. that way too <laughs> close to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that was
2: actually a magical moment. <laughs> was imagi- I, think it was, I think it was, I don't know who it was. It might have been me. All right. Well, unfortunately, that's actually oh, oh.
0: not the way that we usually end a show. The way that we've always you guys ended. did that
3: way better than me. I used to got chunkies in here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I knew that you would love the Jello Shot Vicks, but uh, no, uh, we're not ending the show like that. We're going to end the show at, like <laughs> the, the same way man. we've always ended the show uh, for two years now. We've always ended the show this with tracks. an Underberg. Uh, so we're going to end the show with an Underberg. Nick, thanks for coming on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate a, you yeah. being here. And uh, mm. please tell me this is not your first Underberg in, in eight years either. Uh, given the fact
3: that I had I took one with you, I don't know, a month ago or so <laughs> over uh, at Hawks uh, uh, Yeah, yeah, that's right yeah. No, this is this, is, this is, I, I, I'm, They're probably a monthly occasion for it me. It bravely needs underwear Especially but after you're I'm show. not gonna argue Cheers, y'all
2: Cheers, y'all